You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. We're slowly developing and finding our identity. Really young squad, a lot of playmakers. Kind of looking at like Miami, kind of their offense. I feel like our offense can and will have shades of that going forward. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I'll say it once and I'll say it again. The Green Bay Packers offense looks like actual Dolphins trying to play football as opposed to Mike McDaniel and his amazing offense with the Miami Dolphins. He started a press conference today. Yeah, they're in uh, Germany. He walked out and says, yeah, I know. I'm bigger in person than you thought I would be. <laughs> He's a tiny guy. But, uh, and I saw, obviously, primetime Orshime dressed up as Alpha Nerd. Alpha Two Nerd. other, Isn't that... Or, isn't that He's it? not actually nicknamed Alpha Nerd. I think that's somebody else. By oh. a different coach. No. By hey. Mike McDaniel. I thought you. I thought that I was. I call the, him that. Oh, okay. I, literally, it's just me. It's literally. But just it's our me. show, Thank so you. that's what we refer yeah. to Mike McDaniel. You refer to Mike McDaniel as Mike McDaniel's, but <laughs> uh, that's what we call him. So you dressed up as Mike McDaniel. I saw two adults when I was uh, trick or treating, also dressed as Mike McDaniel. So oh, a God. popular uh, costume for adults in the uh, no Battle of Floor con- uh, costumes, no Jordan Love costumes, no Goody costumes, except uh, I did see a few clowns. So according to Ben Brust, <laughs> that was a Goody comment. Uh, our costume. Matt Hamilton is with me live from the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. And I'm pretty stoked yeah. right now, too, because I will no longer be calling Mike McDaniel Mike McDaniels because there's no longer a McDaniels coach in the league that I have to worry about. Yes, he was fired alongside the GM for the Las Vegas Raiders, who stink, but stink less than the Green Bay Packers. And that's actually, Matt, where I wanted to... Start the show. Look at that. Wow. We just stumbled into that. Not planned at all. Just stumbled right into it. And, and uh, I want to look at that. So, Devontae Adams. Like every show. Right. Stumbled right through it. <laughs> Devontae Adams looked like he wanted to, I don't know, strangle Josh McDaniels uh, the last time we saw him playing football. Josh McDaniels had a six-year contract. I believe he had four years of those left after this year. And Dave Ziegler, the man who signed Josh McDaniels to that contract, both fired today. And Josh McDaniels has to go down. And there's a lot of stinky coaches. But Josh McDaniels has to go down as one of the worst coaches in NFL history. Because, remember, he got to Denver and immediately, and I'm not saying Jay Cutler's a world beater, but immediately upset Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall and shipped them both out, brought in Tim Tebow, and the team went to crap very quickly, and he was fired, crawled back to New England. Built up his reputation. Remember, signed, signed on with the Colts and then backed out last minute. Oh, right, right, right. And then uh, decided to go take a bunch of money from the Las Vegas Raiders and uh, stole it from him because he stinks. Riding that Belichick coattail. Yes. Basically. Uh, right. And I coattail. Hopefully he's bringing... And, and obviously Tom Brady. But. So what's more like? We could do this. What's more likely? Josh McDaniels is Packers offensive coordinator next year. <laughs> Would you take oh, Josh God. McDaniels as your offensive coordinator? Willie said that the Packers... No. Well, we can't. As a coordinator? Yeah. 
I don't think he's a good coordinator. I think he's just with Belichick. Yeah, it could be. But and had Brady as quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Josh, yeah. I, I actually think Mac Jones' rookie year got McDaniel's the job. Yes. Yes. So um, something to aspire to. I mean, hell, if Jordan Love started to look like Mac Jones, Packer fans be happy. Mac Jones' Jordan, rookie year. I'd yeah, be really happy. I'd be happy this year if he looked like Mac Jones. <laughs> Jordan Love aspires to be Mac Jones this year. <laughs> That's so sad. It is, though. <laughs> it's also sad the Packers lost to that Las Vegas team. Yes. I mean, woof. Well, Jim alluded to it earlier. They're a stinky team, and they fired their GM and head coach, and we are a stinkier team. And all we did was sell a DB. And the uh, Atlanta Falcons have demoted their quarterback from uh, Desmond Ritter, who is just a different version of Jordan Love. I mean, let's be honest. Jordan Love is screaming towards being the next Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, Mac Jones more than he is to be the next great quarterback in the NFL. And that's not all his fault. We can talk about that uh, later in the show tomorrow. But, Matt, I wanted to get into this, 844-770-3776. The Raiders fired their GM and their coach, who had four years left on his contract yesterday because the team was pitiful. And I want to ask this. Should the Packers fire Goody and LaFleur today? The precedent has been set. 844-770-3776. Should the Packers fire Goody and LaFleur today? Burn the whole thing down and start over. I'm. This is so interesting because I I kind of feel like the Raiders and what that organization has done still looks like still looks better than what the Packers have done. They went out, got some veteran players. They got a guy who they thought and was a super sought after coach. They did all the things. They had young guys that were on early contracts. They paid some stars to come in. They went and got a quarterback who they thought was going to be able to run their system. They started this season, and the way they set it up made Raiders fans think they could be legit. My question is, we are giving, are we giving the Packers organization a pass for the absolutely pathetic roster they put forward? Before the season... We said they're super young, they're raw, they have a lot of potential. Like, that may be, but they still put out a super young, unproven, raw team. Mm -hmm. And now they're proving that this raw, untalented, raw team, not necessarily untalented, but certainly underperforming, they're going out there and saying that, hey, it's going to take some more time. This is still okay. At what point do Packers fans, like Raider Nation, are saying, like, no. You had you have to put out a better product than this, like if, if and I s- will stand by this. If Goody out right out in the summer was like, "Hey, you know what? This is a rebuilding year. This is what we're doing. This is what I'm like looking to see and expect from this," I would have had totally different perspective on this season. They're not nearly in the hot seat they are. But they let us, they hedged early, and then they basically let the media run with it that we were going to be better than we actually were. And now here we are in a season that looks like an abject disaster, which kind of is, and we're sitting here just like, this is fine. We're like in that meme where the whole house is burning down and the dog's sitting there drinking coffee saying, this is fine. That's so mean to me. That's what it feels like right now. It's not crazy, and that's why we're doing it, because it just happened. And the Raiders had more money invested into Ziegler and McDaniels combined than the Packers do with Goody and LaFleur. So we want to ask you, because the Raiders fired their head coach and GM midseason, precedent has been set 
Should the Packers follow suit and fire Goody and LaFleur? 844-770-3776. And the Adam and Madison chimes in, I bleeping hate Joe Barry. <laughs> Donnie, Me too. Donnie and DeForest chimes in, they both should be fired. That way we can start next year and draft a new quarterback. Not uh, being a Packer fan, I hope they stay put. So the right move is to fire everyone. And I don't know what you think about. The name that comes to mind for the Raiders immediately is Jim Harbaugh. He's in trouble at Michigan. The rumor on him is that he has not gotten an NFL job because he wants to buy the groceries, be the GM, and cook the groceries, be the coach, or at least have heavy power and influence into his roster. He has that in college. Now, he probably is going to ask for less now because he's not quite has a <laughs> secure job at Michigan. Yeah. So that maybe changes some. But Jim Harbaugh, if the head coach and GM jobs available in Green Bay, he would take that probably as well. 844-770-3776. Should the Packers fire, because you get a head start on hiring a coach, head start on hiring a GM, should the Packers fire Goody and LaFleur today? The Raiders just did it, so it's not crazy. And the Raiders had more invested in their head coach monetarily and their GM than the Packers do with LaFleur and Goody. So this might sound crazy to some people, but I'm a king of holding some grudges. And one grudge that I will hold is I never want Jim Harbaugh as the coach of my football team. I I hated Jim Harbaugh in all the years that they beat the Packers in the playoffs. Wasn't Harbaugh the coach for the Kaepernick, one of the Kaepernick years? For for that whole era. That whole era. Oh, could not Handle it. Can't handle Jim Harbaugh. He he can go to the Raiders. I don't want him in Green Bay. Well, regard that. I'm just saying that. That's all I'm saying. It's a it's a grudge that I should probably let die at this point. But for now, at least at this moment in time, I would not want the Packers to fire their GM and the head coach to bring in Harbaugh to run both. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Should the Packers fire Goody and Lafleur just like the Raiders fired their GM and head coach? The 608 chimes in, and uh, Jay from the east side is who it is. We'll fill that in a little bit later. We are arguably the worst team in the NFL, fire ever. And <laughs> I kind of thought for a second we were teetering on overreaction Wednesday by saying this, but from the responses we've gotten, it seems this is like a normal reaction, especially after the Raiders <laughs> dumped their guys. Sadler of Pat McAfee Show fame chimes in. Yes, fire Goody now. He should be fired and buy out his contract immediately. So he can be fired now. He really wants him fired. <laughs> Fire him. And then he says, whatever it takes, Goody, you suck. So nice. I don't okay. know if Sadler uh, offended, or excuse me, if Goody offended Sadler personally somehow because he said fire him three times, <laughs> then want him bought out, and then said, Goody, you suck. So bring in the heat. Bring in the heat, Sadler. Daniel's, uh, Daniel Sloth chimes in. Packers should fire the coach, GM, QB, trade Jones, Watson, Alexander. Burn the whole thing down. Here's the thing. You're not getting much. Well, you can't trade anyone now, so Jones will walk away. Uh, Alexander, you probably get something for him. You ain't getting nothing. You're getting nothing for Watson. 844-770-3776, and you're getting nothing. You're getting bupkis for love. You can package them together. Love and Watson, you get bupkis. <laughs> Come on. Nothing. Throw it A.J. Dillon. Come on. You're getting, like, seventh rounder. No way. Uh, Watson. Well, honestly, Watson here's pull. the problem: the other two would drag it down. So you'd have yeah. to sell. Yeah, yeah Watson. You have to sell Watson separately. Uh, yeah, he was drafted in the second round, underperforming. I would say like a conditional fourth, conditional fifth, somewhere in that range. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I mean, basically, the Packers what traded Rasul Douglas for uh, moving. 
30 spots in the draft because they traded with Sewell in a fifth for a third rounder. Yeah. So, look at it like that. I mean, if you're getting a 100-spot difference for Rasul, then, or I'm sorry, like 100? a 35-spot difference for Rasul, you're going to have to take a drop down from where Watson was picked to like what you're going to get from Because he has not performed like a second-round pick. Hey, he's got to root for the Dolphins now and just beat the Bills as much as possible. I mean, at this point, it could end up being a 50-spot 50, 50 gap, but it's not looking – it's about, like you said, a round and a half for a proven veteran. Yeah, it was a bad trade. I don't know what the Packers are doing. I don't know if Rasul did something. If they he tried had, to help, if they honestly, if the fifth, the fifth just made it worse. Like we're I mean, there was a, a lot third. of wild trades yesterday. I mean, right? the Bears are stupid trade. Like I don't know what they were doing. So, oh, well, and what about uh, Washington for what did they give the up for Chase to the, the Niners? 40, yeah, like the 49ers fleeced. I thought that's what the I'm Commanders. Saying. Yeah, that one like, was there's great. A, there's a bunch of wild trades. Yeah, the 49ers got Chase Young for a third rounder. The Bears giving up a Chase second Young rounder. Is a first round talent who was drafted in the first round who. Would 24 years first round. 24 years old too. Don't Youngster. you think like he's he's proven himself more in the NFL? I feel like that guy is at least worth a first round. Right. Rounder. That's a, but he got a third. So the Packers with Watson are probably get a fourth or a fifth. Probably a fifth. If I'd have known a third rounder was available, go ahead and right. get rid of no get rid of uh, Razul. Take that third you just got. And yeah, yeah. Look, dude, I'm saying Washington. the same thing in Chicago. Why didn't you just take Chase Young for a third instead of uh, Montez Sweat for yeah. a second? I mean, it's, it's I mean Sweat's good. Yeah, it's be it, happy with it's that. an injury thing. Well, they don't, neither one of them are under contract. That's the trade off here. Mm. So the Bears better sign Sweat. Otherwise, one of the dumbest trades in NFL history to trade for a guy your team stinks. And then let him walk. And then let him walk. <laughs> God, it'll probably happen. Uh, Tim in Oregon chimes in. Packers should trade for Giannis. I like that. Giannis would be pretty, honestly pretty dangerous. We good. would be better. That I would feel better about it. Brandon and Tulsa chimes in. No, Raiders are a garbage franchise. They fire people all the time. LaFleur has earned at least all of this year. I'd rather fire Goody. Uh, his model doesn't work. Uh, here's the thing. I agree. It's gonna, the first to go is going to be LaFleur. Well, it might be Love, then LaFleur, then Goody. Like, that's the most likely yeah. way that this will go if it continues to stay bad. 844-770-3776. I'll tell you what, if they lose to Brett Rippon and Los Angeles at Lambeau Field, they should fire everyone. Mark Murphy should retire. He should step aside. He should be forced <laughs> to go into early retirement. I mean, because you, you made this bed. And right. if your bed is so stinky that you're going to lose to a beat-up Rams team on their backup quarterback, Brett Rippon, yikes. Uh, 608 chimes in. I don't think we should fire both coach and general manager. However, we need to get rid of the defensive coordinator. He's been with us two years too long and fix our offensive line. Here's the problem. When I, agree, I get that, 608, they should have fired Joe Barry a while ago. They wanted to. They ended up just bringing him back. Right. He wasn't even their first choice to be f- hired. It was Jim Leonard. Matt LaFleur is the one keeping Joe Barry around, so that's the issue I have with it. I get what you're saying, though. Uh, Daryl Deerfield chimes in. Niners got young for a compensatory third-round pick, so even better. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's wild. Um, good job for the Niners. The rich get richer there. 844-770-3776. The Packers are not winners. You can be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Brad's going to tell me what the number was in October. I, I guess it's going to be probably like $12 million of jackpots in October alone at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Go be a winner and go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. No sleep till! Rutledge and Hamilton! 
Captain continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Yeah, Into the show, 844-770-3776. And we are asking you, we want to fire some people is what we're trying to do right now. <laughs> do you believe? I believe this should be. There you go. Deion Sanders, next coach of the Green Bay Packers. How would that be? Would you guys like that? No. I'd take it. No. No. Why? No. Why do you He's say barely no? a proven head coach in college at this point, guys. Come on. you got to pump the brakes on Dion. Hater. 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 <laughs> Clearly. Primetime. Wallersheim losing his primetime name, yeah. I'll tell you that. Hater. Yeah, that's true. Damn hot. Unbelievable. Daniel Sloth chimes in. Burn it all to the ground. Fire everybody. Sell the team. Tear the stadium down. Build a new one. I'll pause you there. Hold openly. Try open tryouts and build everything from the ground up. It's about time. So Daniel Sloth <laughs> is out on this team. And uh, what's that movie with Mark Wahlberg? Let's just do one of Invincible. those. Invincible, bunch of, Invincible, bunch yeah. of Vince Papalis on the team. Let's just get a bunch of walk-ons. <laughs> there you go. J- uh, JJ and Ponette chimes in that the uh, the bump back music really cheered him up. Eight four four no sleep till Brooklyn. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. That's our first Iron Jock poll question. Should the Packers fire their head coach and GM just like the Raiders did? I say. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're not what are you really missing out? These are not like once in a lifetime GMs and coaches. Like I think they're both slightly above average, but you're not you're not like getting rid of Belichick or something. You're not getting rid of some sort of like, and the top Patriots tier are person. probably considering getting rid of Belichick at this point. You got rid of a Super Bowl winning coach, Mike McCarthy, in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh LaFleur hasn't even been to a Super Bowl. He he has the same Super Bowl experience as you and I do, Matt. We've seen it <laughs> on TV. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Lafleur should be on a shorter lease, is what John Meek chimes in on Twitter. Uh, our Iron Jack poll question: After Raiders cleaned house last night, should the Packers follow suit? Fifty five percent of you say no. Trust the process. Wow, honestly, that's mind blowing. Are, are you voting? Are you guys voting no because you know that the Packers aren't going to do that? If they, if anything like it happened, it would just be Lafleur, right? They're not getting rid of. They've never. The Packers would never. Too. That's way too bold of a move to make midseason for a storied, legendary franchise like the Green Bay Packers. I agree. Uh, the six hundred eight chimes in. Who I'm asking for his name here in a second. Uh, do you guys think that Brian decided to draft Love because of his dislike for Aaron Rodgers? We may have to get rid of Love. Four years in his growth isn't where it needs to be to lead our team. And we talked about that. Some Brett O'Claire chimes in. Fire Matt and the whole staff. The Love thing is so screwed up because he clearly wasn't ready as fast as they needed him to be ready to make that deal make to make sense. If they drafted Jordan Love and he was ready at like the end of year two, and then they can move off of Rodgers and get real draft compensation for Rodgers and then build their way up, and then move to love and have him a few years under that rookie deal. Mm-hmm. That was great. They obviously, with Jordan Love, it seems like his floor is not great. I think we all thought maybe he was a high ceiling, or excuse me, maybe lower ceiling and higher floor guy. Yeah. His, his floor is as low as it gets in the NFL. I, I guess I don't know if someone else has ended up having a lower QBR than Jordan Love in a <laughs> single game. 32 is pretty low. Yes, That's but I mean, like, he also owns the single game low. As well uh, in the NFL. I think tied with Daniel Jones. Yeah, thanks so. for bringing that one up. Yeah. So his floor is the floor. Like it is like, <laughs> and his ceiling, I think we can knock that down a peg. He's not, 
He's not donning a green, uh, uh, yellow jacket. He's not going to be in. He's the, a ranch style house right. with a basement. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's, he's the a, basement. He's it's a, there's a first floor. He's your first home. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you're he's a starter home. Yeah, maybe you can remodel everything around him, or maybe you need to uh, tear it down, build something new on the same lot, or you just move up. The yeah. upgrade. Yeah. Uh, 844-770-3776. And, uh, this Ryan, is adult uh, stuff, Ryan, that you wouldn't yeah, understand. No, no, no I got gotcha. you. I was going to say, do they need to bring in a halfway house, a bridge quarterback, Gardner Minshew? Bring him in off <laughs> that's, the halfway house. That's a renter. House. That's yeah. a renter. That is not a halfway house prime time. <laughs> yeah. Use your words better. Hey, come on. I mean, I thought the metaphor worked. Halfway no, house, bridge. halfway house. It's not a half a house. Are you thinking of like a duplex? No, a halfway house. A halfway have, house. I know, but a halfway house is for people like on their way out of prison or in drug rehab. Or quarterbacks shifting between teams on their way to another location. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you just compared Jordan Love. To I'm not, someone, no, I'm not saying Jordan Love should. <laughs> I'm saying they need, they need to bring in a quarterback who's like that. A Gardner Minshew. <laughs> a Taylor Heineken. Oh, okay. so you compared. No, he's <laughs> saying, I get it. We're, you're saying we should bring in, uh, uh, who's that? Johnny Manziel. <laughs> like a halfway house hey. for Johnny Manziel back to the NFL. I mean, <laughs> they should consider a lot of options right now. Uh, no, we're not considering that option. I don't love your halfway house <laughs> idea. Jim Harbaugh and Johnny Manziel. What a team that would be. The idea that you kicked out Jordan Love out of your, your home that you got built by the Packers and Goody. You could bring in, maybe rent out to Gardner Minshew for a year or two <laughs> until you find that quarterback who's right. like, this is where I want to be. Yeah, you got to build up the house around it. That's the problem right now, and we got so much young players on this team. Nothing fits. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Should the Packers do what the Raiders do and f- clean house? And I think this time, I gotta hurt anything. You're not, you're not throwing out any heirlooms or anything. You know, it's like, oh god, we accidentally threw away Grandma's jewelry and it was worth millions of dollars. Now it's all trash. Uh, Ryan and Madison chimes in with a weird subplot uh, we had going on. Build a mega stadium with a retractable roof in the Wisconsin Dells, surrounded with water parks, then maybe the Packers could host a Super Bowl. <laughs> no one would want to go to that Super Bowl. <laughs> no one would want to Nobody go. wants to go to the one in Green Bay, which isn't going to happen because they can't house. You can't. It is a nightmare going to like a regular Packers Would you game. rather go to a football game in Green Bay or the Wisconsin Dells? Dells. Dells. The Dells? Yeah. It's so much closer. I mean, I mean us, if you were yeah, going to plop just Lambeau and all its history right down in the middle of the Dells. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd go to the Dells. Yeah. <laughs> you also, kidding me? Like, maybe during the like, halftime, you know, I'm a little... Yeah. Maybe the Packers haven't scored a touchdown yet, like the last four games. You better believe I'd go hit a water slide at halftime. The players bring some little joy, get my endorphins going again, because can, the Packers weren't able to get me excited about anything in the yeah. first half of a football game. We should go to the Dells. You can have a lazy river running along outside of Lambeau Field. Yeah, it can run right along the Packers bench right now. Yeah, there you go. Right. They're clearly drinking out of it. The lazy river water. You can Lambeau leap right down a tube. Like come out and splash back into the end zone. Look what you look what this guy's who suggested that? Who suggested that? Ryan and Madison. Thank you, Ryan. I needed that. That's that's pleasant. (laughs) What else would you put in a stadium uh, at the Dells for the Packers? To make it Wisconsin. Slot machines, maybe. Oh Oh, you know what? Maybe a little wing for the like fishing freshwater fishing hall of fame. Yes, yes. We move that into the Dells. Please, yes. We could have some weird convention in there too, like, yes. <laughs> like a wedding, a random wedding. Yeah, be good. A, a, a convention of accountants. Just yeah. All yeah, exactly. Escaping yeah. their wives, right? 
844-770-3776. I'll tell you what. If I was going to go to the Lazy River, I'll look good. Because I work out at Carbon World Health. uh, And I uh, take some of my glutes tight uh, to keep those glutes tight. I've said it before, but look, I get compliments all the time, especially if people haven't seen me. So if you're looking for the opportunity to lose weight in an FDA-approved and safe way, uh, ask Dr. Ness Rodriguez about semi-glutide because it is a FDA-approved, safe way, and affordable way to drop the weight that has been hard to drop. Uh, I was around 220 uh, for a long time. Now I'm around 190, and my body fat percentage is around 9%. I'm able to keep that muscle mass but drop the fat, and I've been able to keep that weight off. And you can do the same thing. Go see Dr. Ness Rodriguez. Find the right plan for you at Carbon World Health, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. Uh, Jim from Wanakee chimes in, Goody first, fix the front office, new coach hired by the new GM, new coach gets to implement their system. Uh, that's I get what you're saying there. Honestly, if you're going to do it, and I know the Raiders take a lot of flack, fire everyone because then you can get them all on the same clock. I am also curious, is, does anyone just think we should just let this play out until Mark Murphy's gone and let the new guy do what he wants to do? Or do you think it's so bad that we need to make a move? We can't wait until 2025. I mean, do you want to watch this for... No, I don't, but yeah. I'm just curious, like, of the people who are, say, trust the process, are we trusting it until 2025? Because oh, if yeah. it still looks like this and we have the new president come in... I promise you the new president ain't going to come in and look at Goody, and Goody's going to say, we should trust the process. It's been three years with this new quarterback, and it's coming along swimmingly. I just don't buy it. I don't buy that. We are at 49.3%. Yes, clean house, and 50.7%. Trust the process. Do you think the Packers should clean house like the Raiders? 844-770-3776. We'll ask Tausher that next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Bay Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers. Chalmers Jewelers, with locations in Middleton and downtown Madison. Gonna take a little time. Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. And the old line to get him over. Wisconsin football analyst. I wanna know who loves him. Musical genius. I want you to show me. Mark Tauscher on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers. Chalmers Jewelers, with locations in Middleton and downtown Madison. So we hear Mark Tauscher singing, I want to know what love is. Very well. So are we. Mark, I was going to ask you, how close are we to really knowing who Jordan Love truly is? Do we have an idea at least of what his ceiling and floor are? Is he just completely still a mystery to us? Uh, I don't think he's a mystery to us now as much. Whether or not he's going to be what we all hope before the season, or at least some of us that are not Bears fans hope (laughs) that he'd be the next Hall of Famer. We've seen some glimpses of him being really good, but in the grand scheme, as far as evaluating him, I think you know you have to look at it with a little bit of a you know the picture's not crystal clear. 
But I think he's proven that he can be a competent NFL quarterback. As far as anything else goes, um, the question marks that we had about him as far as accuracy and things like that, those I think those are questions that have not been answered. And if they have been answered, it is that it's he has not gotten more accurate as far as throwing the football. But a lot of things um, before the season or, you know, when Aaron got traded back in March, it was, you know, can he be a good quarterback? And I think that part has been, yeah, he can be. Now, is he going to be consistently? And that's, I think, where Brian Gutekunst, uh, some of his comments today kind of led you to think that these next 10 weeks are going to be a huge indicator whether or not that's going to be the answer here in Green Bay or if it's going to be somewhere else. Whew. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, first of all, I'm curious. I don't want to like get into your question too much, but like, I don't. I haven't seen flashes from Jordan Love, and I don't think he's necessarily proven to me he could be a good quarterback in this league because most of his stats are not. They're not even close to average. So like. Is there is there some sort of like the fact that this is his first season and this is to be expected of a guy who can be a good quarterback? Uh, obviously, you've been in the league and around it more. I'm not seeing it. What are you seeing that's giving you this hope that he can be a good quarterback in the yeah, NFL? Yeah, I mean, it, because I think he's he's shown a lot of the leadership qualities and he's shown, uh, if you want to go look, just look at the Bears game and go look at the end of the Saints game to say that he can't be a a good NFL quarterback, uh, there's glimpses that they're there. Yeah. Now, is it consistently what you look for? No, it's not. But that's part of this whole process of you know, growing. And when you also look at the fact that there's a lot of errors and a lot of things that are not helping Jordan Love develop, that's why it's not crystal clear. Yep, he's good, he's not. But you're hoping that as this thing continues on, you're going to get a better case study. But I, unfortunately, and uh, Evan Cohen uh, – who does unsportsmanlike said, you know, Jim, you know this as a sales guy, you'd much rather have a yes or a no than a maybe. Uh, that's kind of where you're at with this. And right now, I think, unfortunately, it's much more maybe-ish than it is anything else. So with that, like, yes, no, or maybe, do you think the, like, that seems like that was a Goody problem. Goody could have gotten a yes or no or an uh, answer if he would have put a team around him that – maybe didn't make as many mistakes, and you could see where that issue lies. Is it, with, is it with Jordan Love or maybe with the coaching scheme because you know the players around him aren't bad? That seems like a Goody problem when when he's looking for a definitive yes-no on a quarterback. Right now we're in a maybe because he went so young with this team. Is that fair to say? Um, I mean, I think you can definitely question how Goody approached this, and as far as the biggest question that I think everybody had coming into this season is, is Jordan Love going to be the guy in the future uh, and leading this team? And when you leave the scenario where you have uh, two very young offensive tackles, uh, the youngest skill set of group, skill set group probably in the history of the NFL, I still haven't seen anybody come up with a younger group. Those are all very fair questions. And, yeah, I think it does stunt development. And it, does it stunt your quarterback play if, you have two guys running in the same uh, the same spot on a route, and if you have guys dropping footballs and you don't get as many reps because you're not converting on third down, those are all fair complaints, and that's at the foot of Brian Gutekunst. There's no doubt. And then 
you know, unfortunately, there's a ton of blame to go around. You could say, well, it's Brian, it's uh, Matt Lafleur's job to scheme some things up and to get things where you know these, this young quarterback has better options of being successful. It is unfortunately when you lose a bunch of games, everything gets diagnosed, and that's how the NFL works. So right now, everything is on the table, and I think everything is being evaluated as we go. And that's why you know you heard Goody say today that these next ten weeks or ten, ten games are going to be critical as far as figuring out what the next steps for this team are going to be. Uh, talking with Mark Tauscher, uh, brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers, uh, where custom is the best and cost less over at Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton and in Madison. And Mark, uh, we were asking, and I know the Packers aren't going to do this, but it is <laughs> um, something to be said about, and I was talking to the Bear fans, I've said this before, I'm, I'm a... I am an expert in like how bad the quarterback position can turn. And so the, the Raiders fired their head coach and their GM at the same time, which isn't ideal. They're going to have to pay McDaniels a ton of money because I think he's got four years left on his deal. But it does allow them next year, and let's assume O'Connell's not the guy, to go into next year with the quarterback, head coach, and GMs all on the same clock. And it seems like there's not going to be a scenario for the Packers where that's happening, that it's probably going to go Love first, then LaFleur, then Goody if they don't get this right. So is there something to be said, not firing everyone, but how important is it for the GM, head coach, and um, quarterback all to be invested at the same level and on the same clock? Because to me that's the number one indicator that someone's going to go because the new head coach blames the old quarterback, and then the GM gets blamed, and he gets fired, and then he wants a new head coach, and the cycle just continues forever. Yeah, I really think the biggest part is to have the GM and the head coach on the same page. As far as quarterback, quarterback has to deliver and has to play. And, yeah, it'd be great in an ideal world to do that, but I I really think your coach has to have the same alignment with your general manager, especially as far as your plan goes. And, you know, right now I'm sure Goody is frustrated with Matt LaFleur that the team isn't playing better. And I'm certain that Matt LaFleur is probably frustrated with Brian Gutekunst as far as, do I have the guys here that we can win with? So you, it's a chicken and egg deal kind of as far as figuring out what that looks like. But obviously organizations always want to have that, um, I guess, timeline lined up so that everybody is working together in trying to figure this thing out. That's why coaches, uh, that's why GMs usually bring their own people in is because they want to have a coach that they're in unity with and as far as what scheme and how they want to develop players. Uh, switching to the Badgers, um, I guess I have grossly underestimated uh, Wisconsin. I mean, I know they're favorites against Indiana, but I guess I thought they'd be bigger favorites uh, against uh, the Hoosiers. Um, but with Braylon Allen, I'm not sure what the latest is on him. And uh, with the offense, with obviously you got Locke still kind of working his way into it. How confident are you in Wisconsin if, if they go out and play a game like they played against Ohio State that they can handle Indiana? I mean, I would hope that you'd be very confident if that is the case, that you know you could put together – I really thought it was a gutty performance yeah. um, on Saturday, and obviously Ohio State is incredibly talented. But, yeah, until we find out where what Braylon's availability and Jim DK, uh, oh, yeah. I think you have to look at how this, um, how this season's going and with you – know, you're starting – you have to remember Tanner Mordecai is, was out last week, and unless – something has changed I, I don't know if he's going to be back you're missing your starting quarterback starting tailback number one lineup uh that's very tough to overcome so you know everybody that thinks well it's indiana uh go ahead and look at that indiana game against penn state last week they made a change at quarterback 
And Indiana gave them everything that they had to offer. So if you think anything is going to be easy for this Badger team the rest of the season, I don't think you're paying attention uh, as far as what, uh, what things have looked like recently. No, I'm, 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 I kind of thought that the rest of this Badger season might have been a cakewalk for them, uh, especially how much better it seemed like they played against Ohio State. It seems like they rose as best they could to the occasion, but obviously with the injury bug kind of going around and plaguing Wisconsin right now, you've given me pause for thought. I, I might take a minute before I well, uh, yeah, and lock them in. I as, want to give pause. I don't want to be given a ton of pause for thought, but you just have to look at the reality of the situation mm-hmm. where where teams are at, and the Big Ten West has not been very good. So I think everybody just assumed we'll snap your fingers. It's kind of the same argument I got into with Wilby the other day about, well, the Packers' remaining schedule. But, yeah, there's a lot of winnable games in there, but guess what? All of these other teams are looking at it and saying, well, yeah, but Green Bay and have Aaron Rodgers. It's in last, last year, the last decade. Everybody else is salivating saying, well, Green Bay, that's a win on our schedule. And that's something that I think all of us have to get our head wrapped around mm-hmm. and think because we've been around so long that it's, oh, yeah, we're playing the ramp. Stafford's out. Oh, that's an easy W for the pack. Well, is it? Because I don't think at this point anything is easy for either of our favorite football teams in this state. Again, not Jim, but everybody else. I do like the Badgers. They are my favorite oh. uh, college football team. All right. Yeah, so we'll, we'll give you that. Uh, we're chipping, we're chipping away at you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark, thanks for thanks for hopping on. You got it. Yeah, right, appreciate that, it, Mark. That's Tausch. You can listen back. Wisconsin Demand, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. Brought to you by our great friends at Revive Restoration. You need to revive your business or home after uh, some flood damage, smoke damage, uh, hail. I mean, whatever it is, they can help you out. Uh, go to Revive Restoration. I need callers 2 and 5, 844-770-3776. Caller number 2 and caller number 5 are going to be entered to play Minute to Win It. 844-770-3776. Caller number 2 and caller number 5, you're entered to play Minute to Win It, which means you're guaranteed, if you're picked, to at least get a $25 gift card in North South Stephen the Smokehouse. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding, red chain skin was showing, hot night wind was blowing. Where you think you're going? The song called Jordan Love, maybe. <laughs> maybe you're a good quarterback. Maybe it'll, be a, maybe it'll be a one-hit wonder like Carly Rae Jepsen. Matt's is, trying to cheat. He's jumping in here for yeah. me to win it. Oh, what is this? Unbelievable. We're going to have to call Molly I, Brown. I call foul. Foul. All right, this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're going to play Minute to Win It presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Uh, one lucky caller is going to at least get a $25 gift card. And one other lucky caller, we get a $50 gift card from North South Seafood and Smokehouse. Best uh, barbecue joint in town. The official barbecue joint of Rutledge and Hamilton. And uh, also the Rutledge household. Whether you want to eat in, whether you want to carry out, whether you want to um, have a catered. They're fantastic. You should go check out North and South Seafood and Smokehouse in Madison, DeForest, or Verona. All right, let's play a minute to win it. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All right, Jim. So, obviously, yesterday, the NFL trade deadline, and the Packers 
Bucked history. They traded a player away at the deadline. It's first time in. You say bucked? Bucked history, yeah. Okay, just, what, what did you think I said? It's like, hey. <laughs> hey now. Um, Lucy paying attention. I was like, what? What's happening? Uh, no, so the Packers traded away Rasul Douglas yesterday. So, made me go back and wonder who are the last 10 players that the Packers have traded away in a deal? So, not players who have been included in a Packers trade, but they, they've dealt to another team. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to do good at this. Okay, well, I'll give you a second, but you ready? I guess so. All right, your time starts now. Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas is the obvious one. Um, the Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley was not in the last ten players who they traded wow, away. Wow, tra- okay. Jeez, I Back thought that was a layup. No. So early, like, wow. Um, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, yep. And um, let's see here. I don't think Micah was forget Casey. Those are older, anyways. Um, did they just say, no? Um, Wall's older. See, this is tough. Try to think. Uh, I feel like they Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers. Uh, they cut Amari Rogers. Okay. So uh, you got two wrong. You got one question left. You got one incorrect answer left. You got twenty seconds. Man. Trying to think of like an offensive lineman or something, and I feel like there's an offensive lineman in there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who though. Um, Jeez, Uh, ten seconds. Give me a little bit extra time. No, I I don't I don't I don't have anyone else. I can't think of like Mike Wall. That's not it though. Mike Wall. He's an old offensive lineman. Yeah. You didn't want to say Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God! I forgot about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I forgot they traded Aaron Rodgers. Another right? blind spot for me. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's almost such a big trade that you don't even think of it. Of like I told, if he was playing, honestly, you'd probably think of it yeah, more. That yeah, would help, no, yeah. Devontae almost slipped my brain there. So I yeah. was not. That one really stumped me. That was not a, a sweet spot for me. Uh, I think. I, I think Matt will get three. I think he would. I think he'll get that one. Obviously, I think he'll get three. I think we'll get Devontae and then Douglas. It's That's it. It's yeah, enough. it's enough. If Matt would actually pay attention and All get right. his behind back in here. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We are playing Minute to Win It, brought to you by good friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Uh, Writing it down here, I want Matt and I to do a show out at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, whichever location will have us here. Uh, we only go to 5.30 today. It's called a Hamilton. Uh, we yes. just do about 70% of the show. Uh, Hamilton special show today. Matt, I think you'll win this one. Really? I forgot an easy one. Yes. And I did not score high. Yes, Jim did not have his best performance. Packers not been performing well, so they sold at the trade deadline, Matt Hamilton. Mm-hmm. They traded away Russell Douglas. Made me think, who are the last 10 players who the Packers traded away? Oh, period. no. Not 10 players who were involved in a trade for the Packers, but who they traded to another franchise. All right? Okay. All right, Matt, your timer starts now. Rogers. There you go. That's the obvious one. That's the stupid one I missed. Devante. Devante, another big one. Razul. Razul. There you go. That's three. Oh, man. This is where it's going to get dicey for me. Uh, I don't know if it's within the last 10, but Micah Hyde? He was not traded away. They let him walk into the Ah. agency. Hmm. Traded players. Um, They don't trade often. They don't trade often. They didn't trade. Man, I... Tunyon? Oh, he walked. He walked. I'll let, I'll let that one nah, slide. Now nah, you can all buzz right. me. All right, all right. Make ah. it quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 30 oh, seconds ha, left. Oh, ha, Quentin Dix? He is 
just made the list back in 2018. Oh, yeah, okay. Trade him to Washington for his fourth round pick. Um, come on, there's gotta be another. They didn't trade Zadarius Smith. Is Zadarius? I, I don't know. He was not traded. They ah, cut him, and then he signed him. with the Vikings. So I don't feel that bad because we just would have tied, which the tie probably would have gone to the other person anyways. And it goes to me, so I'm the winner! You're the winner regardless. Oh, I, I, I screwed up and forgot Rodgers. Totally oh. escaped my brain. You won. Oh, sick. Sad... Did we get the same ones? Yeah, I just didn't well. get Rodgers. I totally well, just no, spaced and it. And Maddles, we got a ha-ha. Oh, I didn't hear ha-ha. Sorry. Yeah, he mentioned oh, yeah, Hockland. Hockland. Hockland back in 2018. Because oh, okay. we so, got yeah. Amos for him, right? No. Uh, no. No, no they different... signed him in free agency that year. Oh, okay. They only got a fourth-round pick from Washington for Amos. Or for Ha-Ha Clinton right. They signed Amos after he walked from the Bears. I mm. forgot Ha-Ha Clinton played for the Packers. Really? I mean, he had for like For some a... reason, that was one of the players when I was like... I was like, invest in the draft. I was like, I love his name. That's the guy I think oh. the Packers are going to pick. So when we got him, I was like, very stoked. Like, yeah, he was my a, guy I mean, because of it. He's, uh, I mean, he had a great first year. Yeah. Solid after that, but a great first year. Yeah. Yeah, and he had like an all, it's an all time jersey to wear. Clinton yeah. Dix. I mean, right. he's not buying that jersey. Yeah. But the guys who you guys missed. So obviously, Rasul was the most recent. I'm not buying that jersey, by the way. <laughs> not anymore. By the way, the uh, Packers were bucking the trend, according to uh, Bucking the, what's, what's, what's wrong with bucking the trend? Just caught, I wasn't really paying attention. All of a sudden, I heard just <laughs> Packers buck the trend. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? They, they I'm did. trying to get fired. No, all right. Well, the rest of the trend was that they've only traded 10 players in the last five years. So, Rasul Douglas, Aaron Rodgers. Then, the offensive lineman Jim couldn't think of was Cole Van Lannon, hometown kid. Never would have thought of that one. Uh, former he Badger. Was traded? He j- traded for a seventh round pick to Jacksonville last year. Uh, and then they traded Devontae in 2022. They traded cornerback Kadar Holman to the Texans. <laughs> Josh Jackson got traded to the Giants. Remember him? No. Uh, remember Trevor Davis, the wide receiver? Nope. Punt returner? Got traded to the Raiders, um, and then they traded defensive end Reggie Gilbert to the tit- to the Titans. <laughs> traded wide receiver Ty Montgomery. I know we remember. Okay, him. that one. I that one. Traded I him to Baltimore yeah. after he fumbled that uh, kick return. Yes, I could remember Ty Montgomery. And then they also had traded Haha Clint Dix at that year's trade deadline. So Matt so got four out of time. the five names you really would actually know. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, come on. I thought maybe Josh Jackson. I thought maybe you maybe would get him. Josh Jackson. What? what? Josh Iowa? Jackson, the, the, the sixth guy, member yes. of the Jackson Five. <laughs> yes, yes, Matt. That's honestly where my head went before it went former Packer. <laughs> um, um, Jim also mentioned Brett Hundley. He was just off the list. He got traded in the offseason of 2018. Oh. I felt good about that one. Nice. That was close. It was dang close. Stupid rando guy, <laughs> Josh Jackson, D- defensive end. I've never heard of traded well, to the Landon. <laughs> when I figured that there was five guys whose people's names, people whose names people would remember with Montgomery, Clinton, Dix, Douglas, Rogers, and Adams, I thought it was good enough for for a minute to win it. It's okay it to acknowledge to that it's a, it was a slight miss. It wasn't a miss. It was just hey, no, you had ten names and only five names that anyone would have known. And you guys didn't even get close to the five, so it worked perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You suck, Ryan. This is relative to my course light. <laughs>